Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, discussing all things English Premier League and what a ton of events we have seen in the past couple of weeks. The top four days are certainly getting exciting, while the top two Spanish coaches in Mikel Arteta and Pep Guardiola um, continuing to seek um, taste of silverware. Of course, here to discuss all things with me is uh, Desperate Dab as well as Charlie Nagel. Gentlemen, how's it? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Good to be uh, happy, talking football. Happy Easter to all our listeners, of course, out there um, celebrating. Uh, Desh, let's start off with the big news this week. Um, Graham Potts is sacked. Mm. Um, first thoughts on that before we get into possible replacements. So I think once they slipped into the bottom half of the log, I think it was... Did it need to get to that point? It or was it just the writing on the wall? I was, I was very... Um, optimistic that he will remain in the top 10 and their run in the Champions League will sort of safeguard his um, position at the club. You mm. know, when they drew uh, Real Madrid, I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, could, it could, I think they ty- typed out his uh, letter of resignation, shall I say. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they had got that defeat um, to Aston Villa, um, yeah, I think he was relieved shortly after that. I mean, it was a home loss. Mm. Um, they they have had a, a horrible run at home. Uh, you know, Stamford Bridge hasn't been the fortress that it once was. Mm-hmm. Them losing um, four fixtures. Uh, but, you know, to the likes of Southampton, Aston Villa, like, mm. you know, I think Leeds as well um, also beat them, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. those those losses at home, like, it's it proved too costly. The fans were chanting, you don't know what you're doing. And um, they were right. He mm. did not know what he was doing. How do you feel? Because I know he's somebody that you've been packing throughout the season. Even when we packed him until a certain point and then yeah, we thought, no, you know what? It's it's actually it's becoming a bit too much. It's Chelsea are looking unrecognizable. And yeah. the Chelsea that we familiarized ourselves with is the, bolt, the brand that Roman Abramovich built. And that just wasn't it. Yeah, I think... I think um, when 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 there's a, a, an attachment to a club, when it's your club, um, you tend to see things that um, many other uh, rival football fans and, and and other football followers don't see uh, mm. because you, you you you're so um, like you, you know you constantly that emotional investment. A, well, apart from a, an emotional investment, but there's also a deeper level of understanding of what happens at the club mm. what happens behind the scenes because um, you know it, it's not always just about what what happens on the pitch uh, there's a lot of things that that, that take place behind the scenes um, so we know with the new ownership um, well the, the Roman Abramovich era is over it's, it, it's done mm. um, it was a successful era successful time Roman Abramovich done great things for Chelsea put Chelsea on the map on the map um, but Chelsea have always um, wanted uh, longevity mm-hmm. and it's something that um, Roman Abramovich failed to bring to the club. Uh, he had a he had a way, kind of like re- pressing the reset button and mm-hmm. manager lasts for like two years, get success, <coughs> Chelsea get trophies regardless of how their season goes. And, and, and But like we wanted to come away from that. And um, I think even during the sale of the club, they wanted the right owners they, they they were quite they they wanted all the potential owners to like put a plan together and to mm-hmm. see, to see what are your plans and and I, Todd Bowley was you know Todd Bowley and Clear Lake Capital were the were the group that 
certainly caught the eye of uh, of um, um, the those investors. Invo- th- those investors, those involved in the sale of Chelsea, and I think for the reason, one of the big reasons of their willing to uh, uh, invest, and also the long term project that the club have always wanted, that they've always craved uh, mm-hmm. for. The, we've always wanted, envied uh, Arsene Wenger at Arsenal, uh, the longevity that Arsenal have had, the um, Sir Alex, and uh, the Sir Alex at uh, at Manchester United. So I think that's why the owners went and brought in Graham Potter to the club. Um, he was an up-and-coming up manager who'd done very well at, with, uh, at, at Brighton. He, he, he was on... Uh, the FA had, had rated him highly. He was mm. looked at for the, the possible England job. Uh, Spurs were linked with him. Um, the, you know, he was on the rise. And there mm. were a lot of... Um, a lot of the neutrals thought that, you know what, Graham Potter could be England's best hope in terms of a manager mm-hmm. uh, he was pr- arguably the b- best well, english manager, english manager at the english time team, yeah. yeah and so i think chelsea made mistakes uh, the todd bowley and and Bidadik bali made mistakes in terms of giving him a six-year contract yeah they you know they they and and this is why um this is why they're taking a a, a longer approach uh a, a, to to they're not jumping the gun and bringing in a replacement immediately mm. and that's why we know the news frank lampard said to come in and and this mm-hmm. is the reason why because they want to make the right decision they there are two candidates that are leading the 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 race for the job but they want to they don't want to make repeat the same mistakes mm. they made and just jump into a, a, a decision that that may prove costly at the end they want to be you know they want to have all the the answers, uh, mm. all the questions answered. I want to wait until we get, well, I want to wait a bit further in the show until we get to the point of possible replacements. I know you've mentioned one name there, Chad, but let's talk Todd Bowley for a second here, Dish. I said in the week, or I said it, in fact, I did say it in the week when Graham Potter was sacked, I said this was his first good decision. How do you feel about it? Um, no, 100%. Like, for me, I think that the plan started um, coming undone. Like you know, How before, do you feel about him as an owner, actually? Look, before the season started, there were so many feathers ruffled. You know, you, you're looking at um, the the complete, like, exodus of all the Chelsea backroom stuff. Mm. Um, and I'm not talking um, coaching stuff. I'm talking the higher up, the hierarchy. You know, you look at your... Sporting Marina, either Marina, Granitskova. Um, yeah. She was in charge of all the transfers yeah. during Abramovich's, like, I think his final, like, three years or three seasons. And some high-profile names came through the door and yeah. also left the door. Um, and not just manager, not specific to uh, players, sorry, also managers. And uh, Peter Cech as well. You know, there was... Yeah. Uh, he seemed to, to love his job at Chelsea. I believe every day he was... Um, checking on the staff, on the players, yeah. um, reporting to Marina, and obviously they would, um, they were always in constant communication to uh, to Roman, and really moved him away from that. There's one more name, Bruce Buckley is another one. Michael Emanalo. Michael, yeah, Michael Emanalo, yeah. yeah, left. But Long Bruce, yeah. Bruce. Bruce Barkley, I believe he was the C- CEO of the club for like the longest time. Bruce Barkley, yeah, like about <coughs> over a decade, and um, he was. You know, like he was one of the people who welcomed Abramovich when he 
became the owner of the club. You know, yeah. and he's been there since since day one. So he's seen that. And again, he's another huge yeah. name. Think of how well he would have known that club, known the ins and outs, yeah. what the, what's happening at Cobham. And um, I think that was the worst uh, thing to get rid of all of that stuff. 100%. But to be fair, not, not, none of these people that you mentioned were axed. They left on their own. They had a decision. And in fact, um, they tried to, uh, Todd Bowley tried to persuade them to stay. I remember, especially with Petr Cech, and uh, he had made his decision and, and none of them felt they wanted to stay. They didn't. And, and so I think his hands were tied in, in that because he's very wealthy, he can keep throwing money, but you want people the that want to yeah. be there and a part of the project. So okay. I think they, a lot of them felt they were too loyal to Roman Abramovich to stay. To stay. So, so then can I ask you this question, Chad? Um, with Todd Bowley and his new vision, of course, completely different to Roman Abramovich, are you in favor of it? this whole find a manager who's in a stadium for 15 to 20 years or 10 to 15 years, build under success because it's not the Chelsea brand that's being built. It's the uh, successful Chelsea doesn't yeah. do that. Uh, it's not the Chelsea way. And, and, uh, and the Chelsea way is to go get an already made coach, a big mm -hmm. name who has uh, one major silverware. Uh, because it's also happening. Big, uh, because it's also happening. Sorry to interrupt you. But it's also happening with the players that Chelsea are trying to sign. Chelsea are signing. I remember we discussed it in um, early February, just after the January transfer window. They signed about six players or eight players. Yeah. And all were under, I think, Jao Felix was the eldest player at like 21 yeah. or 22. That, that's be, and that, that, that's because of the project they want. They want a project. They want to, they want to build a squad for the future. Does that a, not a, a change in the Chelsea way? It is changing the Chelsea way, but we also it's need to come away. Yeah, I mean, but but we need to come away that from. I think when we say the Chelsea way, uh, we, we 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 attach Roman Abramovich to it. We cannot expect the club to run the exact same way it was running when Roman Abramovich is. Just in the same way, any company when they, when there's a new ownership, uh, it's not going to be the exact same of how it was. A, a new owner comes with. Has an, uh, new owner, ideas. Has his own ideas. A new owner will come and bring something different. Uh, whether it's better, whether it's not better, that that, that that's like a different debate altogether. Um, but they have a clear plan, and these mm. are they may not be uh, football uh, uh, experts, but now they have put the football experts in place. Uh, Lawrence Stewart is, has been brought in as a sporting director. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Verville, highly rated at RB Leipzig, he's come in as the technical director. So now, um, like we spoke about Marina Granovskaya, Petacek, these positions, these roles have now been filled. And, by, and not filled with just any, any names. These are uh, big names in, uh, in, in football. Uh, uh, Lawrence Stewart worked at Manchester City. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Verville at, at uh, RB Leipzig uh, and highly rated, looked at, from, at by Bayern Munich as well. So um, the, the, there's always, there's always going to be um, there's always going to be negatives and questions asked during the transition of a club. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever seen a football club in transition the way Chelsea are in terms of new ownership, new backroom staff, new coaching staff, new players, everything. It's almost like the club is being built from scratch again. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 see, I see what they are trying to do. And right now, I believe they have the, the right people in place to do that. Right now, we just need you know, the, the, the manager... Mm -hmm which they, the club are currently looking at who to appoint to, to uh, drive this long-term project that they want to bring.
I suppose it will take time. And as much as you say that there is a reset, I think fans' expectation will remain. Um, of course, Chelsea fans, seeing their club being the most successful uh, English team, I think I stand to be corrected over the past decade. Yeah. Um, they, that expectation is not going to die away, I can assure you that. But yes, you know what my worry uh, is exactly with what Chad mentioned is that they're going with the Potter-like coaches, the Madueke-like signings. I think one day they're going to abandon it and go back to like Pep Guardiola, like coach who's going to come in, look at the squad and be like, where's my world-class players? Yeah. And they all... There will the be world-class yeah. world players, but there's going to be a lot of under-23 players who are sitting on under-10 international caps. And if they do have over-10 international caps, it's going to be at Poland and mm. you know countries well, like that, with clearly, all due respect. He clearly has the financial power to buy superstars. I do think Chelsea will go back to being Chelsea, but it's just a case of when. And that's my fear of having those players. Look, I think the owner has to also not... Like Abramovich was also guilty of uh, overruling the managers. Like mm. remember, Carlo Ancelotti said he did not want Fernando Torres. Abramovich wanted Fernando Torres because uh, uh, Carlo Ancelotti was quite fine with Didier Drogba. In fact, it, it messed up everything in the mm. system, and he felt because he, uh, Torres came with the fifty million pound price tag, he had to now cater to for two him, yeah. strikers. So Todd Bowley didn't do that. Even though he was not seeing eye to eye with Thomas Tuchel, he wanted the big name. He wanted Cristiano Ronaldo, a few bigger than 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 that name in, in world football. Mm. And it and it and, and it didn't Wayne seem Rooney so well. and it didn't seem so <laughs> crazy at the time, um, like compared to like being linked with Ronaldo now. Uh, but so I think those names are going to you. You, you are going to be linked with those names. Chelsea are currently linked with those names, like Jude but Bellingham. They're linked for different reasons. They know that he's got the money. They know they're taking, they're no, accepting all CVs. But, but, you know? but, uh, but uh, uh, apart from just being linked by the media, there's genuine interest. I'm saying there's a genuine interest in Jude Bellingham. We're not going to probably not going to get him now with no Champions League football. But I'm saying there are still certain some big name players that the club are still interested in. There's big name players out there like Jude Bellingham. Um, I'd like to see Neymar at Chelsea. We are linked with Neymar as well. So the current like acquisitions, you can't say that they will purchase him. He's not like a potential. Jean Felix is a big name. Yeah, no, but, but Jean no, Felix is 21. So that's you what, know, exactly what I think you're trying to say with Jude Bellingham is yes, he's world class, but he's, where he has potential to be world class, but he also fits the age bracket that Chelsea offers. Or you know, looking to to build in his squad. Neymar is world class as a proven serial winner, but doesn't fit the age. As well. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, well, look, I do so get he, both sides. Look, Todd Bowley is not open to. He's not. He's not closed up to the idea of of bringing in experience. I mean, mm. he didn't care for. Uh, I don't think he he liked to spend so much. I think sixty million pounds on Obama Yang, but that's what Tuchel wanted. But he brought he brought him there. So uh, he, he's willing to pay that money to to bring in the experienced player, but it's not to, it's, it's not like the, the the experienced player automatically works as well. We spent sixteen million pounds on Aubameyang. He's I know Lukaku is also there as Lukaku well. Lukaku yeah, and long loan. Uh, exactly. So you, mm -hmm. we bought these big names, and and where has where has it gotten us? Why why not try something new? And, and this has always been the vision of Chelsea. Mm -hmm. We just haven't seen it in Abramovich because he's always been uh, impatient. Well, they loan to the test. <laughs> and uh, so there's a lot of nice exciting things that Chelsea are trying to do they they in talks to sign Porto Monse from Portugal they mm. they're looking at other at buying other clubs uh 
And uh, the clubs. <laughs> no, they are. They 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 in talks to sign Portimonte should be done. And there's another Italian club, uh, Chelsea are are going to be purchasing. Love it when it gets to the point where you get linked from players. So, so now you get loan signings. Clubs. You know the <laughs> yeah. all the um, loan signings. But Chelsea yeah. B, Chelsea but, but Manchester City do that, and that's yeah. why they were so successful. You know, it's um, the way forward. Chelsea, as much as we can discuss the players, uh, well, the, the type of profile that they're signing, they've got a squad now. They've got a young squad. They've got an fairly inexperienced squad compared to previous years. Um, with that inexperience comes a coach who can handle young talent. Um, there's a name that's come up. It looks like it's over the line. Now. I think by the time this podcast is released, he will be announced. Frank Lampard, someone both of you guys know very well. He's at both of your clubs. Desh, yours more, more recently. Um, mm-hmm. Got sacked this year. Yeah. Or was it last year? Some, sometime this season. Uh, Frank Lampard, will he be a hit at Chelsea? At least until the end of the season. I hope so. I mean, look, I can't see it. But I, I for one, like... We've seen what he can do yeah, with young talent. I was very impressed with his time at Chelsea the first stint. Um, because, you know, that wasn't until the end of the season. That wasn't, like, on a short term. And, you know, like, he, he proved me wrong. Mm. I must say, I had high doubts. In fact, I, like... I you had didn't no, think he'd make a think, full season? No, honestly, I really didn't. And, um, you know, they, he guided them to Champions League football. Yeah, with youngsters. With, with Tammy Abraham leading yeah. the line. You know, Mason Mount had just come back from a season at Derby. Yeah. Um, Reece you know, James like, was on the, loan at And they the had the... Hmm. Eden Hazard had just delivered, Left. Yeah, delivered there was that. a transfer ban. Yeah. I think Courtois yeah. uh, as well, wasn't it? Tiba Kotoa was at the in the season. nets. Yeah. Not that he left. So yeah, he but, was. But for me, Eden Hazard, because that's all you yeah. saw at mm. Chelsea. That's all you associated with. Yeah. All your hopes was pinned on one player for like yeah. that whole season prior. So he had to assume a squad that, like, was unrecognizable. And it's like what um, maybe what Bolly's trying to do now. Maybe he saw that he liked it, and now he's got the man who yeah. um, you know mm. sort of rekindled that Chelsea team, and uh, yeah, to. To uh to then splurge, I think it was one fifty in their first the first window following that. Mm. Um, well, he did have a transfer Hakeem, ban, I think, first yeah, two windows. So the, so he did. So a season long, um, with like a very limited squad. Mm. I think he had persuaded Hudson Odoi, who was heavily linked to the move to Bayern that yeah. summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that off. Yeah, you know. So he he retained the services. I mean, I don't recall Hudson Odoi having an integral part to play, but I think he probably said, "Yeah, the club needs you. I need you. Please stay." And maybe he has those sort of qualities. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, uh, but this this time around, it's very different. It's it's you know you might know the ins and outs of the training ground, you know the place like the back of his hand. Yeah. But uh, this is a very different Chelsea um, side now, and you know they do have a relatively easy. Or maybe shall I say? Please don't say easy. It's, run. it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. I shouldn't. I was yeah. gonna what say, but that, maybe yeah. it's because remember you, bottom playing, Southampton. Yeah, <laughs> you're not playing the top six is what I'm trying okay. to say. Yeah. you're not. You don't have any of those those In the football powerhouses. Futures. But you know, yeah. trips to Brighton and Brentford. Uh, well, fixtures against Brighton and Brentford who are mm. competing for mm. European. Th- those are those are difficult. Um, yeah. th- difficult fixtures. Um, uh, but gonna say so i said in this podcast todd bowley has made one good decision as chelsea owner i think he's made his second and why i'm saying that with the appointment of frank lampard is yes he's not my favorite uh, anyone who's been loyal to this podcast knows from years prior that i have i don't think he's tactically astute to be at any top club um i think everton was his level and he didn't make it at that but why i say it's a top appointment and a good decision is 
Todd Bowley has got that disconnect with the fans now. And I think there's a lot of frustration around the club zone and you don't want it to get to a toxic point with Man United and the Glazers and um, the Krunkers Krunkers and Arsenal at at how it was before. It's a smart signing because he's brought the biggest name Chelsea could have ever had. Um, It's the record top goal scorer for the club. It's someone who's been there before. It's super Frankie Lampard. It's the, the... the storytelling, the fairy tale is there. It's it's now a case of no expectations, just going to deliver. And we saw what happened when there was an expectation at Chelsea. Uh, that was the transfer ban season and he finished fourth. So I think it's a smart piece of business. Um, yeah. Long term, no, but good I, one now. I, I think you've actually, you've hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's actually shrewd and it's smart from Todd Bowley and Bidadik Bali. I think to bring Frank Lampard mm. in, Right now, when the club are in turmoil, uh, results are, are there's are, no expectation there. Are not are, are not going well. Mm. Um, the 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 team is in disarray. The the, the camp is negative, and um, I think what Frank Lampard <coughs> does, he just commands. He remember something to us. We know like Lampard may have not uh, succeeded as a manager, but when you walk in there, people, uh, the players, the Chelsea players. Are looking at Frank Lampard. This is Frank Lampard. I'm sure he's got posters on the wall. Exactly in the at Stamford Bridge in the in the dressing room, and they're Mm. looking at this is Frank Lampard. This is the guy. He we ought to work. We ought to work our butts off because this guy has won it all. Can I? He's won the Premier League. He's won the Champions League. Few bigger than him have actually done it for this club. So when he speaks, we have to listen. Can I just say that? Let me make a prediction. If Chelsea lose a couple of games under Frank Lampard. Watch who those fans turn on. And I've seen this before, especially at Chelsea. Fans will call out big players and say, you're not fit for the club. Uh, they'll never look at Frank Lampard and be like, um, you're not a you're tactical, not the, you're not worth thing because Frank Chelsea, Lampard will always be yeah. worth it. Yeah. They will look at those players and be like, you know what? So that's why I say yeah. it's... But they have been underperforming, in my but, opinion. No, but, but that's the thing. So like, there's so many big players at Chelsea now who are completely riding the wave of um, just... Uh, under fire manager because all Chelsea's fans' frustration is at Graham Potter and then now that Graham Potter's gone it's going to be at Todd Bowley but when Frank Lampard comes in they're not going to be hating on Frank Lampard they, ever no, no one, right. no they're, one they're not going to be doing that so if results don't go their way and Chelsea start losing a run of games watch fans call out those big players yeah and uh, that's been the case before mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that will be the same again but I do think that Frank Lampard will give them a lift also I think even for the Champions League well, re- well before I even touch on that remember Frank Lampard I've always felt that yes Thomas Tuchel of course if you bring in him to replace Lampard excellent and it was proven to be a, the, the, the best move Chelsea did but at the time Frank Lampard was harshly sacked um, if we're being honest, um, it was the first bad spell that he had, and it wasn't even cl- half as bad as what Potter yeah. w- was on. So it was his first. And remember, I think we were still we were top on the table at Christmas, mm. uh, and we were like still like three points behind fourth or, or something like that. It was ridiculous when he got sacked. Um, so, but look, so he you're bringing in Frank Lampard. He's also got something to prove. He'll wanna, he knows he's there short term. We, we have to look at the appointments of Frank Lampard in its context and say, look, this isn't just, uh, th- uh, this isn't just a decision for the future because it's not. 
Chelsea don't want to make uh, another mistake mm-hmm. of what they did with Graham Potter. They want to take their time. They, they, there's a front runner in Julian Nagelsmann, but they don't want to just jump in. And, and, and the Chelsea thing is to just jump in and go after one meeting and just uh, get Julian Nagelsmann to pledge his future to the club. That's not what they're doing. Mm. They, they've sat down with Nagelsmann. They've had like two or three meetings with him. They've sat with uh, Luis Enrique. They've, they, they're probably going to meet with Pochettino uh, uh, sometime. And, and other managers as well are on the list. They want to do a thorough search and know that they've listened to, to all of their ideas of these top managers and they will make a decision right for the club. In the meantime, Frank Lampard is just going to come and give the club a massive lift. And even for the Champions League, uh, in, it's, you know, it's just... It's crazy. It's ridiculous to say, and I'm not expecting it at all in no way because we're up against Real Madrid. But it would be the most Chelsea thing to do with Frank Lampard at the helm. Uh, we've seen this happen with caretaker managers at Chelsea. Mm. They don't. They don't. They, they don't do bad. Say it. They're gonna win the Champions League. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they would not go and disgrace themselves. Mm. And I, I think I think with Potter. You go against Madrid and you're like, okay, how much are we going to lose by? I think with Lampard, you can actually sit at the edge of your seat and like, let's do something. Yeah. But the that season you were sacked, Tuchel came in and then they end up winning the Champions League. And Nagelsmann has uh, won eight from eight. Uh, Enrique has delivered a treble to Barca. So it's like, yeah. they're, like when I look at Europe, European ambition especially, if... If so, uh, they wanted to do some damage. Make, so am I trying to understand this correctly? You'd make a big appointment now. Yeah, if you want to win the Champions League, if you want to be like Silverway is what you're doing, it can still be on a season-long, um, you know, till the end of the but, season. But they can't make a, a big decision like that based on one fixture. They have, to think, they have to know that they've made the right decision for long term as well. And so Julian Nagelsmann, they do like, but he's not prepared to come in now. He's mm. prepared to wait till the summer. And, uh, and, and, and I think they prefer him more from, from the reports. Uh, slightly more. But in, in Enrique... Uh, you also like it's the same thing you don't want to just rush and bring in Rike and mm-hmm. do you think Mourinho could be in the running come the end of the season I think he has to be I, I genuinely uh, think I, he has I, to I be. don't think so I don't think he's in the run, running I've seen all the reliable sources and, and the reports they all say uh, like from David Ornstein um, Matt Law they all say that the, the child, uh, uh, Chelsea sources even they say that the likely manager, the next manager for Chelsea is likely to be either Julian Nagelsmann or Luis Enrique. Yeah, but, but Lampard came out of nowhere. You know, yeah. like it was tight lips. hours ago, two days ago. I would say he was just a, a football fan in a Chelsea game well, watching the well, midweek just, fixture. Well, he was there having talks that mm. no one knew about. Exactly. I mean, Mourinho could Mourinho, be having talks I, in two weeks. Yeah, I think Mourinho <laughs> well, could also yeah, be potentially... Look, it's, it's going to be one of the two. It's going to be Enrique or Nagelsmann. What I, I do say is yes... Um, I agree with Chad that Chelsea shouldn't pass the appointment on one fixture because we've seen Real Madrid end a two-legged tie in one game um, earlier this season against, against English, clo- against against English oppos- opposition. Yeah. So I think definitely kind of points based on one game. But I do agree with Desh in the sense of that those aren't going to be the only two names that come up. And yes, it might be one of the two now and one ahead of the other, so possibly a 60-40 chance. But more names will come up. Um, Ruben Amarum is one. Yeah. Um, it's funny, I remember him playing a couple of years ago. Um, <coughs> what, I, what I do think is these players, a lot will be said about them and how, and, I, and that's why I'm, I really I take my hats off to the appointment of Frank Lampard is because as a club owner, 
you've put the spotlights on the players now. And if I'm Luis Enrique, yes, I want the Chelsea job at the moment. But if I see these players throw, throwing their toys out the cots and how they deal with a legend at the club and how they've... Because in all fairness, Graham Potts is not a terrible manager. He's, he's done terrible things in his managerial career at Chelsea, terrible decisions. Changing the lineup for me, yeah, also, every, every every week. Every fixture, but you just don't know shocked. who's, but, who's yeah. coming you up. You just know the, the subs. They can't. Oh my word! Regardless, it's, it's, it's Gallagher off the bench. No, but regardless, so yes, there's no continuity in the team, but those players still got him sacked because the team that he's he's never put out a bad team. He's always put out weird yeah, teams, but never time. ever. There was one time I saw was, names that. I <laughs> <laughs> there was never ever a bad team, so that's why I say these players got him sacked, and now if these players get. Uh, if they don't perform under incident manager and they get another coach sacked, Luis Enrique will decline this job. Um, a junior Nagelsmann could decline this job and more names could be because these players need to be really looked at under I, magnifying I think he'll, he'll, he'll swim though. I think Lampard, you won't have... You know, I wonder if he'll be linked with the permanent... So uh, that's what I was going to no, ask, won't. actually. Won't. Yeah, so but, I, uh, I can guarantee you, we can come back to this, I'm telling you. They've, they've already... They, they're quite far in their, in their uh, search uh, to, to, to make a, an appointment to, to a permanent successor to... Um, I think nine games in a run-in. So Chelsea have about nine games left or so mm-hmm. and a double header against Champions League. Uh, Cruz hitting plus one game. I'd he was not appointed under Robin Abramovich. So we got to look yeah. at Chelsea under a different um, thing. I'm Chelsea, telling you, it's not going to happen. Chelsea now on 39 points, um, 11 points behind fifth place Tottenham. That that could be overturned. That could definitely be overturned he, if Chelsea he's been get put in pressurizing situations previously. Look, an appointment's you know, going to be look, made with before the run even goes that far. It's going to be made, and and Lampard's even he's he. But he's, that might be unfair. So if a, an appointment does happen, it could be an unfair uh, injustice on Frank Lampard. No, I don't think so. I think you've got two top class managers. You just said it yourself. You don't rate Lampard. He hasn't. He hasn't done. Uh, well, so we've yeah, got two not, top. He won't be bad we, forever. But he, we've got two top managers that are that both want the job. They, 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 they the bizarre thing is someone like Enrique uh, and and Nagelsmann have both want the job. They're both interested in the job. The thing with uh, uh, in, uh, with uh, Nagelsmann is that he just does not want to come uh, uh, midway through the season. I think if Chelsea do something. I'm not saying appoint Lampard. I'm saying put his name in the running. Look, Lampard has done well, and, and that's why I was happy with the appointment because he's he's also played a, a, a key role into to where Chelsea are now. I, we would not know. The truth is we would not know who's Edward Mendy, uh, who Lampard signed. We would not know who's uh, 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 Reese James, Fikayo mm. Tomori, Tammy mm. Abram, Mason Mount. And in fact, a good thing is Mason Mount Daniel comes Chalapa. back to play. At least uh, Mason Mount comes back to play. Yeah, almost certainly. Uh, mm. Lampard's son. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, so, so that's a good thing. Uh, Mason yeah. Mount coming back into the team. So Hopefully, he can, we, can, we the club. Uh, I I I think he, that the club are also looking at the appointments of Lampard to possibly try sway Mason Mount to sign. You know, he had also brought in Thiago Silva as well. That was yeah. also like smart. Quite. Uh, yeah, he's that done a lot of me. Good. I yeah. I don't think that was a. Uh, Lampard signing. I thought that was a club signing, and yeah, then following Lampard the Champions League yeah. win, he said, uh, "I'd like." I think he, a special shout out to Lampard. Frank Lampard yeah. for bringing me to Chelsea. Lampard so went this to is meet why him. I'm, this yeah. is why I'm asking the question. Is so, Chad? It sounds like you're saying no matter what Lampard does from now until the end of the season, he's not going to be even looked at. Yes, but I want to put a comma on that and say, however, 
he can eventually have a manager's position at some point in his career, depending on how good this goes. This is a this is a spell for him. It's a short spell. Yeah, he'll definitely coach in the future. He 100%. could, co- <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, mean, but, but you're saying it's not going to be a Chelsea like regardless of what he regardless does. Of, yeah, but that's. How can you be so certain? Because uh, I'm telling you, because of the sources that I follow, and I'm telling you, I don't like that. Whether we don't like it, I'm telling you, it's true. There, there's going to be appointment made before the season's over. Chelsea, are, it's going to be Nagelsmann or Enrique. Whether we like it or not, whether we disagree with, it's true and it's facts and it and it's right in my opinion. How, do you, so, how do you feel uh, about that, it? That would be really unfair, and unethical as well to mm. to make a so, statement like that whilst the season is on, whilst there is an interim. For yeah, but you he, might as well his, know. But remember his role. He's he's signing on. He's actually signing the contract that says caretaker manager till the end of the season. Oh, he's oh, choosing to do that. He's signing a contract. He can't he can't be upset about like why am, why is this not a three year deal when he's signing the contract? This is the what negotiations were about when they met on on the weekend to have talks. Look, we want this is what we want to do. We don't want to make the same mistake. You love this club so much, and I don't. I know you don't want to see us make the same mistake we made with the, making a quicker appointments right now we need you to kind of steady the ship just until the end of the season uh we'll be grateful for you we know you know this club you know the players while we go and make an appointment to the to the guy we think is going to take the club forward so, absolutely nothing wrong with so that. nine games left chelsea win seven of those under frank lampard um draw Jordan one knows, lose yeah draw one lose one let's I, just or lose two we've seen this chelsea, chelsea fans <laughs> there's no way they will They'll accept like no chance another manager they're, they're sweethearts being, uh, you know, let's not. Uh, let that's what I mean. Let it's down. unethical, and that's why decision. If it's being done now, wait for Frank the Lampard. End of the season, yeah, and because then you Frank Lampard's name so could what, be. You, so, what if they really, so what if they really like Julian Nagelsmann? What if they really Sign like him? him? And, no, but what if he says you cannot? Si- I, I'm not prepared to go then into leave Bruno. coaching. No, but Bruno doesn't even want to be there. He says he's uncomfortable <laughs> there. No, but, but but even according to the reports, even what Bruno's saying, he's 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 in an unfamiliar position. He feels every every opportunity he gets to speak, he says, I feel so bad for Graham Potter. He's never picked a, a, a team before. Like th- this is not the guy that this is why. In I'd, fact, Todd Bowley done a great decision of not keeping Bruno till the end of the season. I I just think it's a bit I want to say inhumane too. Well, it's basically using your legend as a pawn. Um, in no, it's just it's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for Lampard as well. It's a win for him because he gets to try and and and. I and, think and, you're thinking of club and manager, but there's also the fans involved. That, yes, but that I'm saying, but I'm, but I'm saying for Lampard, Lampard is also jumping to this opportunity because he does not like how the how it ended. Yeah, and this is an opportunity for him if he knows that he can. Uh, uh, do something spectacular against Real Madrid. Mm, yeah, I just think it's it's. I don't know. Well, that's regardless of what we think, Chelsea are going to appoint uh, a permanent manager. It's not going to be Lampard. Lampard just till the end of the season to steady the ship. That's not going to sit well with me. Um, Dish, it's not going to sit well with you either. After watching him get sacked three times in his career, he's got plenty to prove. If he does this right, I think he deserves another chance. Uh, your final words on Lampard? I wish him the best of luck, you know. If they, um, yeah, I believe what Chad is saying that he he's not going to get the the, the thing, but I don't think it's as obvious as mm-hmm. maybe Chad feels. And they can sign whoever they want to sign, but to announce while he's still there will be very harsh. Mm. I don't think. I think so. it depends on how he I does. I, I, I think I if he think wins so. five games in a row, and you announce, I don't think it, he'll think make it. five games before the announcement comes. 
it's like it's it's really imminent this is like the last stages of the talks it's like in a few weeks it'll be done again i'm disagreeing with that but uh, that's that's how uh, the cookie crumbles at chelsea uh, that is the chelsea way but not the chelsea way it seems like chelsea are going back to their old beliefs but uh, still sticking to what they are trying to emulate um, no, fo- follow math law follow uh no, I'm, 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 and follow I'm, I'm absolute gonna, chelsea because I'm, these guys only report what's true they report they report the facts that they are given yeah whether it's true it, it we, doesn't we, make we don't have right. to like it. well that's that's the thing we don't have to like it but it's true the club are in they are in talks to a point one of uh enrique or nagelsman you cannot we're not making this stuff up this is true Lampard's brought in as a caretaker yeah, but manager. So, so those are the facts. You, 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 this is not unheard of in football to, to appoint a caretaker manager while, you, while your search uh, continues to find your, uh, a permanent successor. This isn't, no, but this well, is how Ole Gunnar Solskjaer got yeah, his permanent the, job at Man United. Yeah, he but came they, in but as an incident. But the club I think he talks. Wins 18 that, that games is, That is true and that is a good point. And but, then the you, is, but, they, the, but the club weren't in talks with, with, the, with other managers. But I'm... We don't know that. <laughs> okay, okay. So if I'm right, though, if it's Enrique Nagelsmann, what, what are we going to do? I don't know. Kid bit. We're kids. No. Yeah. We're Chelsea well, you tell kids. Me we're Chelsea kids. Uh, we're Arsenal kids if I'm wrong. But I'm telling you, I the next think. manager will be Enrique or Nagelsmann. Is that fair? Yeah, but that's that's the facts. But the yeah, because to, you're, to saying, announce, you're saying it's To not. announce before the season no, is over. No, no one's saying it's not the facts. Yeah. We're just saying that... Lampard's okay, name. Now, now you're backed out of that one. Now you're no, all it's in agreement. Not. <laughs> no, I don't think you got like the story rights. I think yeah. that is the facts yeah. between Nagelsmann or Enrique could be the possible appointments. Those are the people they're talking to. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. But we're saying wait for Lampard to see how he does as an interim, as we've seen with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer doing the past. And just losing one of these these managers to PSG, Tottenham, who are also in the, the uh, still looking for a manager as well. If the talks are going so well, you're not going to lose them. No, they, you cannot take that for, for granted. The talks were going well <laughs> with Mudrik and Arsenal and Chelsea swooped in. You can't say that this is football. Either way, they're two top coaches. So if one goes, I suppose it's not the end of the world. But uh, yeah, I feel like... We could go on forever. Team Lampard, Team yeah, Enrique, no, team, team Lampard for team, sure. Uh, Lampard <laughs> team has not support um, as an interim. <laughs> I, I, I want to see him at the wheel now. I just want to see him at the wheel. I uh, hope. Uh, Chelsea. I put away to Wolves. Yeah, I think you, just he can't, could. you just can't go from starting talking about Lampard and Lampard's bad. I don't rate him and Lampard yeah, no, I don't. sucks and he was relegated. But no, I think he's the guy to take Chelsea forward. That no, doesn't I, I'm make sense. I'm not saying he's the guy to take Chelsea forward. I think he deserves a chance oh. if he does take <laughs> Chelsea forward like like okay I'll, I'll give him he could throw his name in that if he does exactly. well I'm not it's saying not he's, that I'm not saying like, he's a world class coach yeah. but yeah. he could I, be linked. I didn't think Eddie Howe was a world class coach and Chad no, always I, used to say that he, he is and I, I've never ever bought into it but now that he's doing it at Newcastle and getting him in the top four yeah I have to change my mind and yeah. that's what I could do with uh, Frank Lampard and I, I hopefully will because Frank Lampard's at the wheel <laughs> gentlemen until next week happy Easter and as I always end the show I I have to do it. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. We're winning the league.